1: Welcome to the Olive Podcast Happy to Host series. I'm Janine, Olive's Deputy Editor.
2: And I'm Gerd, Olive's regular columnist and trends expert.
1: This series will be asking some of our favourite food creators how they entertain, from cosy gatherings to feeding a crowd.
2: And we'll be getting plenty of tips and tricks to help raise your hosting game, just in time for the party season.
1: I'm delighted to welcome Seema Pankhonya to the podcast today. Seema is a digital content creator and recipe developer who shares her brilliant recipes and travel stories on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, where she's built up a a huge loyal following, and the numbers are amazing, Seema. I think you've got... When I checked, 396,000 on Insta and 1.3 million on TikTok, which is amazing. She's also cooking her way through every country's national dish. And she's currently up to number 71 out of 95. So that's an, another great project I'm really enjoying watching. Um, welcome. How are you, Seema? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? I'm good. And thanks for very making good. the, because I know you're off on a massive big trip again. So thanks for like making the time to come and chat to us today. No worries. I'm really excited to be here. Cool. So today we're going to be talking all about entertaining as we approach the party season. It's 10am, so it might be a bit early. But if we did have a welcome drink for you, what would your ideal one be? I think, to be honest,
0: I like just trying new drinks. Okay. Because I don't feel like I have a specific drink. So anything... That's not bitter. I don't really yeah. like bitter
1: things. So you're not Negroni girl? No, absolutely not. <laughs>
0: Definitely not Negroni girl. Definitely a little bit sweet and a little bit sour. Yeah. Um, but just something I haven't had before. I think that's my favorite Amazing. thing to try.
2: What's really like excited you recently that... That you've, uh, in, either in a bar or kind of that you've you've had and has kind of surprised you.
0: What was? It? I think there was like a white peach and lime drink I had somewhere. Oh, delicious. Um delicious! And it was really really good. Yeah, just like yeah, different flavors I think is great. Mm. And also like just what's like seasonal and stuff. Yeah, yeah. love a good Christmas cocktail. <laughs> love that.
1: Can we talk a little bit about your overall hosting style? I know hosting's like a slightly old fashion but we're reclaiming it, we quite like it. You know, like host for the most. Um, you know, like, are you formal, informal, specially selected guests? Everyone's invited. What's your, what's your thing? So I'm actually quite new to hosting because I only yeah. really like okay. moved out
0: this year. So this year I've been like a big hoster and like inviting loads of people around. Nice. So my flat's quite small. Okay. So I can't be like, everybody come because there's just not enough room. Um, So I usually pick about five to six people and yeah, I just, I guess I just choose a few of my friends and then I pick a theme that I like or something that I'm really wanting to cook. Sometimes it goes one of two ways. Either it's because I want to see some people. So I host, or it's because I want to make something. So I host if I've seen something online and it, feeds like 10 people I'm like oh, I really want to make it I'm like okay great I need ahead. to invite 10 people <laughs> yeah I need to invite 10 people so good yeah so like
2: starting to... with the dish and then yeah. curating the guests afterwards yeah. that's really clever because
0: for example um, I wanted to make pizza and you don't just make one pizza you no. make like a couple so I was like okay right I'm going to be making loads of pizza that means I can have it kind of majority vegetarian that means I can invite a lot of my veggie friends because a lot of times you have like a meat centerpiece and I don't yeah. want to invite yeah. them for this so you kind of have to figure out kind of like a jigsaw puzzle of like who's going to fit in where um, depending on what you're making
1: yeah I love that and did you what what kind of thing did you use to make it have you got pizza oven yeah I actually got sent the
0: indoor uni oh yeah
1: they're uh, amazing. which is they're great because I've got yeah. a flat
0: so I can't like have a garden how or do they
1: work so they get up to this massive temperature but yeah. it, it, you don't feel there's on the there's no other smoke
0: side. like there's no I don't understand what's happening yeah. Um, it gets to like 400 degrees the pizza turns out great it's I, it's quite well, I can't carry it but yeah. like okay. my boyfriend can carry it right <laughs> um, so you can like transport it round and it just makes great pizza mm, I love that indoors
2: I love a pizza party. Yeah. I just I don't, I don't think we do them. And a hot dog party. I love a hot a dog hot party. Yeah. Oh. A hot dog party. Oh, yeah. A hot dog party where you have all of the <laughs> <A> different toppings. <laughs> different <laughs> types really of good. hot dogs. I mean, I'm like, here for it. The
0: boiled hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can have <laughs> tofu like, dogs. You little could little
2: could actually, I like... make like paneer dogs, which is amazing. Oh, okay. That's so, like, forever, you yeah. have like a selection of, but, you know, I'm into that. I
1: have to say, I do like a, a dirty, like, boiled hot dog for you. Like, yeah, I do. scare me. Don't The ones in the jar. That's my hosting style. I mean, everything's blended so finally, finally you have no idea what's inside I'm, here
2: for it. I'm totally here for it i love the idea of a pizza party that's really cool yeah, yeah
1: very I mean, very fun i have done i tried to do that very idea but i using my barbecue my kettle barbecue with a pizza stone inside which which was actually for the barbecue to do pizza mm. and i for some reason i'm like messed up the coals so everyone's <laughs> pizza everyone was like I thought you said it'd be ready in three minutes and I was like, the book says it will be. <laughs> but like, we were 20 minutes later still waiting for the first pizza, had to get the oven on to yeah. do double duty, so it was not great. But when it when it gets hot, then you can like, really like, whip them out. Yeah. Like, you can get them out okay. really, really fast. Yeah. And like, then
0: I think the best thing about a pizza party is if you have I think six people is the best because you can cut a pizza into six slices so everybody you can make I think we made six different types of pizzas you made a pizza everyone had a slice each made Mm -hmm. the next one had a slice each it like longs out the process so everyone's drinking having wine having like nibbles (laughs) and it's not just like everyone's eating in five minutes because it means you can cook and eat at the same time and Mm -hmm. everyone gets to try loads of different types of pizza
1: Do you find that because you've been doing your um, Around the World series, Hmm. which has kind of evolved quite a lot, hasn't it? Because I think recently um, you've been bringing in people to to kind of show you how to do their national dish rather than you interpreting it. Because we were talking before about getting pushed back in the comments and it happens, isn't it? People are like, that's not the national dish. You know, I would say every country has got the national dish that will tell you it is on Wikipedia. And then it's got five or six other national dishes that everyone will jump in and tell you. So that's number one challenge. And number two is, you know, you just did Polish. You're not Polish. You can't make a national dish. But you you started getting people on to kind of take you through the process.
0: Yeah, exactly. So for the first point, what I first started doing was I made a Google form. So this Google form I posted on my TikTok mm. and I think I've got like 5,000 responses. Wow. Basically, people could submit their national dishes right. for the country. So now I have this huge document where people have voted for their country's national dish. Oh. So then I'll just go on like... Uganda, and it'll be like, okay, there's 30 um, dishes here. Yeah. Which ones have got the most votes? Okay, this one's got the most votes. That's the dish I'll make, yeah. right? Then in those Google, in that Google sheet, people also submit recipes. Okay. So then I look through all the recipes, figure out, okay, right, this is the common factors in these recipes. This is a common one in these recipes. Then I look at the people, and I'm like, okay, which one of these people is going to be the nicest to me and actually <laughs> give me a voiceover and help yeah. me out with this recipe? Right. And then I find that person through that. So that's really? how I use it. So there's to a real process to it's, it. Yeah, there's a lot of research that goes into every single one of these recipes. Because I think the main thing I want is I want to showcase the country. Yeah. Right. And I don't want to be like, this is how you do this. Because yeah. I have no idea. And I want to make sure I <laughs> really find the mm. right person, mm. not just on Google or some random person who, who thinks they've, oh, they've right. been to this country once so they right. can do it. Yeah. That's not how it works. I love that.
2: But also what you're doing is you're kind of showing the breadth of the fact that there are so many interpretations of any exactly. national dish. And also like just... Dis- like, disagreement on what the national dish is. Yeah, there's a lot. Because so what is our current national dish? I mean, it was tikka masala for a long time. I think it still
0: is, isn't it? Is it, is it not fish and chips is it or fish and roast, roast dinner? I love that we don't oh know. It's amazing. I, I did, we need I, to put it to a vote. I refuse to chicken tikka masala, yeah. um, okay. just out of respect. I would say, I would <laughs> so say I like,
1: if in terms of, like, universe, universality, it's got to be... The roast dinner, for me, seems mm. to, like... Traverse, everything. even just you know, you've got your classic British roast, and then it's been adopted yeah. by mm. people who yes. in British. But then, is it Britain the fry up?
2: This? I don't know. No, I, I
0: would say the roast. <laughs> the I would roast say over the fry up. Because yeah. I feel like fish and chips. I think you can still kind of yeah. get okay. around the world. Yeah. yeah. But I think you really can't find a roast. Mm-hmm. As yeah. you do in, in okay. England, like anywhere else. Did you
1: do you find that? um Because you've you've done like seventy one countries now, and you've taken quite a deep dive. You know, looking at each dish that people are nominating do you find yourself kind of adapting any of the things that you've learned into your own cooking
0: oh absolutely yeah. I think that's one of the things I love about this series so much because it means that I have just a way of learning about all these countries then I can use those techniques and flavours to make something at home a lot of these dishes they take several hours to yeah. make yeah. like, and they take all these niche ingredients so it's really fun to like learn okay this country interestingly uses like bell peppers with right. cream cheese uh, maybe I can do a dish with that and yeah it's mm. quite interesting to like your make cupboards so must be
2: incredible now oh they're
0: insane <laughs> you need
2: to do a tour of your cupboards yeah, one day that'd be amazing in, oh okay yeah
0: in my flat I actually had to convert the coat cupboard into right. a pantry oh, wow. so we opened up the coat cup- cupboard put loads of like um, <laughs> wooden blocks in it and basically
1: converted it into a pantry
2: how amazing that's
1: my dream but my yeah. husband wouldn't let me would do that. It? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would. there's I would, no I would, coats allowed in my flat <laughs> no. I would get rid of the coats for the pantry yeah absolutely <laughs> And you just said you've... Have you recently moved into your flat? Yeah. Well, kind of recently. It was in April this year. Okay. So if you do have people coming around, do you do any extra, you know, there's a whole tablescaping trend at the minute? Yeah. Do you do all of that stuff? Or no. you No. I want to get into it, but yeah. it's kind of a bit scary. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, I think
2: it's a rabbit hole. Yeah. It's, like inter- it's like, I don't know, like tiling the, the bathroom. I'd Once you go do, down the rabbit hole, you are like I there is a that.
1: lot. It might be in you or not, because it's mm. definitely not in me no. to do that. Like I just think, look, I've spent ages making you this lovely food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not then gonna I think it's a it might be slightly <laughs> weird to <laughs> then mm. feel all, you know, Hysyn Bouquet dressing the <laughs> table. Yeah. And, I also I don't it's just quite difficult because I feel like
0: that means you need to have everything to match or it needs to match in a specific way yeah. and then does that mean I need plates to match does that mean yeah. I have you know, my cutlery to match like yeah. nothing matches yeah. so I can't get new stuff yeah. and then I, my flat's not big so where am I going to put the new st- I, it just feels a bit too
1: I think shabby, shabby chic is my style you know mismatching yeah exactly crockery yeah. bits and pieces I
0: think if the food mm. looks good I don't think it matters yeah. everyone's just excited about the food at the end of the day
2: Yeah. so we've talked a bit about setting things. How about like nibbles? Have you got like go-to nibbles when people arrive?
0: So I think, it, again, it depends on what I'm making. Mm. I usually go off by the theme. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite easy to put like cheese and olives and crisps and stuff. Um, but if I'm doing something from a specific country and I've like, say, for example, I'm doing something African and I go to like an African supermarket, I'll sometimes like find like fun snacks from there and yeah. be like, just put them on the table, yeah. like random oh, that's things. Oh, cool, yeah. Um, like when I was doing, I was making some Nigerian food, I found this Nigerian jerky. Um, and I kind of like had that as snacks because it's quite just like a fun thing to try. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs>
1: And then it, casual wise, if you have like last minute people coming around, do, do they expect to get fed? Have you always got something you can pull out I of your fridge? I always have so
0: much stuff. Like, there's, I always, one rule I also have yeah. to anyone comes to my house is to bring Tupperware because I live by myself and there's just an enormous amount of food that I, I physically yeah, you I don't yeah. want. I can't have that much food yeah. in my flat. So anyone who comes has to bring Tupperware, fill it up, and then
1: you can take Amazing. it all home. But, and do, do your neighbors love you too? Yeah. They, like, every two days they're like,
0: oh, I've got an entire cheesecake yeah. would you like it and they're like yes like, thank god
1: <laughs> I remember during lockdown I was recipe testing and we've got we were one of three flats and I was sending WhatsApp to upstairs going, I li- we have a common shelf in our hall. I've left you some brownies on the shelf or I've left you some... Do you like lasagna? Oh, amazing. Oh, I've got you some... Like, and they just loved me. Yeah. They were leaving me like bottles of wine and stuff. It was, yeah. it was a great
0: exchange. I you love know? it. They, but they like get so excited and happy. I'm like, you're doing me a favour. Because
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I wrote my first book during lockdown and my entire building was basically fed because I was like... Wow. Here's some food in return. You all have to fill in these questionnaires, (laughs) and then some of the feedback was brutal. I was like, "I'm feeding this whole building." (laughs) Like, we do not. Like, there's a lot of recipes that didn't make the book because of that. Got it was actually from my my neighbour who is a self admitted non foodie, Um, and would say things like. (laughs) Too salty, too tangy, too, one, one, one of the dishes had too much flavour. No! <laughs> My whole thing is flavour. Anyway, it's hilarious. Did, anyway. You,
1: uh, did you ask for feedback?
2: Well, I just figured that as I was, as I was in the process of, you know, refining these recipes, <laughs> yeah. it was almost like, a, you know, it was a go-to focus group that couldn't leave the building because none of us could.
1: All right, Apart yeah. from
2: going for a walk. Yeah. Um, I don't think I will ask for feedback you should, again you should, have
1: asked, <laughs> you should have sort of given feedback on and, and a, a few outlines about yeah, how to do uh, like yeah. yeah. posi- open ended feedback Positive is never good yeah. which is yeah, basically yeah. what
2: you must get on your comments all yeah. the time yeah
1: Yeah. and what about your style of serving like are you uh, like multi courses everything plated up or do you prefer a kind of family style scenario definitely family style yeah. I have so
0: much respect for people that can do plated yeah, dishes I do that that's just <laughs> I see it on like you see it on Instagram and TikTok a lot when they're like oh I made a for 40 people and i plated everything individually i'm like how "How do you have that many plates (laughs) first of all yes and like isn't by the time you do the last one isn't the first one cold like do you have heat lamps in your kitchen yeah um so i definitely don't do plated i think it's much it's also when you're cooking for like friends it like it adds like a layer of like conversation into it as well you talk about the food more it makes it less like restauranty which i feel like is what you want when you're having food at someone's house
1: you've got um I was looking this morning, some lovely videos with your mum cooking. Yeah. And I think there was one where you said, like, you were so tired. So you just got your mum to make one of her dishes in front of the <laughs> which is a brilliant, brilliant so ploy. Isn't so it? so helpful, yeah.
2: Hey, people love mums on the internet. They do. They, they just love it. do. They and love my mum loves being on the internet. Amazing. Amazing. She loves it.
0: So... Um, it's also quite nice because sometimes I'll just randomly decide to go home on the weekend I'll yeah. call her up two days I'm like oh we should film something and like what should we film and then we think of some ideas to film and then she'll spend the next three days like testing it without me even saying wow. and I didn't even know she was doing this until like the third or fourth recipe oh. and she was like yeah I like spoke to this person this person this person so she like goes in the background testing herself yeah. making it a few times so when it comes to the day that I come in she's already ready amazing to go. Uh, so all the recipes that she does are already, like, pre-tested and vetted before I even enter. Because
2: yeah. I also saw recently you, you were doing a lot of, um, like, Diwali content, which was amazing. Yeah. From the Diwali food you were, your mum was making or that you were cooking together. Yeah. Delicious. Do you do a lot of those sort of... Indian kind of cultural celebrations as well?
0: Um, Not really too much nowadays. I feel like when I was younger, we did a lot more. Okay. I think Diwali is the main big one yeah. um, that we do at the moment. But we do all out for Diwali. Like, yeah. It looked a delicious. crap <laughs> man of food. It looked
2: it, so good. It was
1: really, really what good. What were those little things that you... It, it's like a sort of butter that you sliced and then you rolled it up. Oh, kanvi. Yeah, they yeah. look so incredible. It was very,
0: very good. And that's one thing that I've learned recently is that I really like different textures, yeah. and yeah. this like silky jelly texture isn't a lot in like Western food, it's a lot in like Asian yeah. food, and it's quite unique and yeah. quite easy to make as well, and it's just like a fun different textural yeah. food yeah. that's it's like a bit like gelatinous
1: and jelly-like. Yeah. Was your mum surprised that you went into like food as a career? I don't think so because
0: I feel like even before I went to uni I was kind of like oh, I really want to do cooking but I still went to uni anyway because I feel like you like had to yeah. um, and then midway through uni I remember like really nervously like telling my mum and my brother I was like oh I kind of think I don't want to do this anymore and I want to do cooking and then my brother uh, basically made me write out like a plan like a future plan really? like right what are you going to do to get there what are you going to do if it doesn't work what are you going to apply to what like literally he's very like a structured man so I had to like have like a whole report on how I'm going to do this and what's going to happen if it doesn't work Um, so yeah it wasn't it was they weren't they were very very supportive I think a lot of families sometimes aren't so I was very lucky in that aspect Um, but they were were and weren't surprised I guess Because
1: you worked as a chef, didn't you?
0: Yeah, so straight after uni, that was like kind of my plan. It was like to work as a chef for a few years and then try and get into like social media cooking. Which is
1: amazing because a lot of people just want to jump straight into it to actually go into kitchens, which are brutal. Yeah, I wanted to as well, but I didn't think
0: I could. So I was like, oh, great. I'll just work in a kitchen then. (laughs) Wow. And
1: what was that like?
0: Not the best. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, Uh, The hours are all for, depending on which restaurant you get, everyone's not always the nicest. I was also like significant the youngest and like a like a small little girl going to this huge restaurant kitchen mm. um, is quite intimidating yeah. and it's just but. very very difficult like to this day i've never done such a difficult job in my life and yeah. even when i talk about it to other people it's just that why are you working like 16 hours with no breaks not being able to sit down
1: and everyone's just yelling at you all the time yeah. mm. why are people yelling it's, it's, it's just intense. a bit of food mm. it, must, it must give you some resilience a, a little bit of resilience not yeah. that I think people should get resilience I that know, way absolutely, yeah. but like the co- a bit of confidence to then come back to people who are going oh well you don't know and you're like well actually I I do, yeah. Done, yeah. I've yeah. done some work yeah. <laughs> yeah. and also I think the one I
0: think the best thing out about that is that because it's such an intense environment you learn so much because yeah. mm. it's kind of like fight or flight you have to learn or yeah. else you're going to die so like you learn an insane amount in the time that you're there which is yeah. Why I think a l- when I was like figuring out like, my paths and stuff, um, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to go to cookery school or work in restaurants. And most people said you should just work in restaurants yeah. straight away, um, skip cookery no, school. No, I, I totally agree. Because you get that experience. And, and now I get You don't have to pay it, a lot of money. And you don't have as to well. pay yeah. it's Not a lot, like thousands yes. and hundreds of thousands of pounds. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, mm. okay, well, let's make let's move on to some things that listeners can take away. So, um, I've got some questions for you. What? Give me a killer dish you make that never fails I think it's quite obvious but my bus chicken oh, wow. it's just, um, I feel like there's still a lot of my friends who haven't <laughs> had it yet so anytime
0: I'm like oh what do I make because now I can basically do it with my eyes closed yeah um I pretty much have all the ingredients at hand as well I just need to kind of get chicken sometimes um so how
2: do you make yours what's sort of the what's unique about it
0: so the main thing about mine it's spicy okay but chicken is can be quite sweet Milding. which yeah. I don't like um I don't want my chicken to be sweet and mild I want it to be spicy yeah. and also I don't like how the sauce is blended because it makes me feel like I'm having like tomato soup with yeah. chicken in it yeah. so I have quite a chunky regular okay. curry sauce yeah. that's quite creamy and quite spicy Ooh, delicious. so it doesn't actually taste like any brushed chicken you'll ever eat in a restaurant right. because technically I guess it's not really a brushed chicken it's Seema's butter chicken. It's, but it's my brush chicken, dish, which is way better Yeah. Anyway. Which is better, yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's a little bit different but I think I think that's why people like it as well because people are so used to the yeah. very yeah. sweet very Tomatoy, oh, soupy, buttery mm. chicken, but mine's like very intense and Amazing. fiery.
1: Amazing. And what are your um, hero ingredients? What, what? I mean, I know you've just talked about your store cupboard. What, what in that store cupboard are your heroes for like massive flavor boosts in recipes? So I think
0: one thing that I actually recently really love is just having really nice olive oil. Just oh, yeah. like, just like a very small bottle, just yeah. for when you're gonna put it onto the table. A little drizzle of that it just makes it taste yeah. so much nicer. There's also things just having like fun vinegars, really I feel nice. like can make a really mm. big difference to like a regular salad. If you're just doing, if you just have a regular side and instead of putting like white wine vinegar, you get a fun like, I think I had like a mandarin vinegar oh, once. Yeah, yeah. delicious. It was just, it was like a couple quid and it immediately yes. makes this yeah. taste a million times better. So I think having a few, almost like niche yes. ingredients that you can use a lot, like a fun vinegar, a fun yeah. olive oil, things that you can kind of put on everything. Yeah but it's quite special. I
2: love that because they're almost like finishing seasonings in a exactly. way because you add like extra salt, Ooh, yeah. a bit of extra fat and a bit of extra vinegar and all of the flavours just get fully amplified. Exactly. It's not about changing the cooking, but actually yeah. those final things.
0: Yeah, exactly. can
2: make a huge difference. And it's
0: also because I don't want people to buy things that they're just going to use once. You yeah. want to try and find a vinegar or olive oil that you yeah. can kind of use repeatedly until the bottle finishes and then you get another fun flavour. Have you
2: had... Um, olive oil on vanilla ice cream?
0: Yes. I really like <laughs> it.
1: It's very, very good. It's
2: the, if you have really, I've, really good I've olive oil on vanilla ice cream.
1: olive oil ice cream. Okay. Mm. The
2: really, really good. Vin- if you've got really good oil, the best thing mm. to do with it is I put it on vanilla really ice cream. Good. I've become yes. a little
1: bit obsessed. Put it on vanilla ice I cream. I blame Tim Spector for talking well, about <laughs> And I'm obsessed <laughs> with Tim Spector. Um, but like, because you know that the whole blue zones and yeah. olive oil is really, yeah. really, really good for yeah. you. But ideally, it's, It's not the blended, it's the extra virgin olive oil that Mm. you pressed. But they reckon you should neck a shot of it in the morning, which I haven't got behind yet. Yeah, like (laughs) it's got so many health... I know, I'm not quite there yet. Isn't that, that, there's a thing that's, that's cool, isn't it? Like, oh, I
0: don't know, there's a specific name for that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah when you have, like, oil in the morning. Okay. But also, um, chilli crisp on yes. um, oh, ice cream is yeah. also yeah. still very, yeah. very good. Chilli so crisps are great. That's just, yeah.
1: I feel like in the past... Again, yeah. another
0: great flavour booster. Yeah. Especially if you have, like, like, some sort of Asian food, or any yeah. food, to be honest. Yeah. You can just, like, have a jar on the table and it just makes everything a million yeah. times better.
1: And that's one of those ingredients that, I'd say, three, four years ago, it was probably known in foodie circles, but now... Exactly. you kind Exploded. of see it everywhere and then a lot of people are doing their own chilli yeah. crisp which yeah. is lovely because you get different varieties yeah. I was just about to say I feel like
0: obviously lao gan is fantastic but yeah. if you go to a Chinese supermarket they have hundreds yeah. of different yeah. varieties like, I would recommend one. people to try different because they're all good yeah. like don't worry they're all good but like, just try different yeah. ones and figure yeah. out which ones you like. Because yeah. yeah. sometimes you can have the same one and again and again, it gets a bit repressive. Mm. But do just try the different yeah. chilli oils. Have you
1: done a recipe for chilli, Chris?
0: No, I haven't. I feel like, to be honest, because I feel like you can buy.
1: Yeah, I feel a bit like that.
0: You can buy them pretty well, and it just uh, it just takes a lot of time, yeah. and then
1: and they last forever, don't they? They as last well. forever as yeah. well. And
0: also, if I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna end up having like two liters. I don't want two liters of one type of chilli yeah. oil. Mm. I want like a little jar, and then so I can keep like stopping and, and changing to another one.
1: Yeah.
2: What kind of a vibe and atmosphere are you creating? Are you you like a lights down person? Are you a music up person? Are you like a flashing disco lights person like, <laughs> Are you like you know what what, what kind of like vibe are you making flashing i it feel like, you're flashing out, yeah, like it's what, always what's the atmosphere disco. what's the vibe
0: i think it's always very fun quite i guess it gets quite loud in my in my flat to be perfectly honest when my friends are there it definitely gets quite loud so which is why i try to have the music a bit quieter because okay. Okay. if the music is loud yeah then everyone's we're even louder be really loud. <laughs> Amazing. so to tone it down a little okay bit. lights are always down never have the big lights on Fine. ever Candles, just candles. candles are a new thing I've been starting to get into as well. Um, I feel like they add such a nice like layer yeah. of like coziness. Yeah. Um, I especially feel like now in the winter, just like cozy vibes. Yeah. yeah. Always just cozy vibes. Um, coming in like cozy but
2: loud. Cozy but loud. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like That's that. the vibe I want. Okay. I
1: know. I went to my mum's at the weekend, and she keeps putting the big light on, and no. I was like, I was like, Mum, you've, no. you've, you've got lamps. No, illegal. Illegal move. So I, every time I walked in the room, I was putting on the lamp and <laughs> doing. Of the big
2: light.
0: Like who puts the big light oh. on? But a big game changer is yeah. when you have small lights. Is to get the IKEA. Um, system. What's that? Um, Oh my God. Okay. It's incredible. (laughs) So basically you can turn any like lamp into a smart lamp. Right. So you just get these special bulbs they are like a couple quid. You put them into your um, lamps and then you can do it all through your phone. You can dim them. You you can dim them. You can like turn them on and off. And it basically means that because the annoying thing about little lamps is like going to the corner going on your hands and knees and trying to find the light switch. I can't bother to do that. But now I've just got a switch that turns all the little lights on at the same time it's so fantastic, literally life-changing. Okay. That is an absolute game changer. It's changing. so good.
1: <laughs> I'm dead. There's an I don't... Is it... It's like an, an I Ikea lunch- smart Let's go lunchtime. I'm here for it. It's literally just around the corner. Yeah. It's yes.
2: so good. So what's your go-to... Okay, so what's your go-to soundtrack for the year round and then specifically at festive Christmas time, what's your go-to soundtrack?
0: I think... Do you know what? I Actually, uh, this... i might be a bit of a a cheat, but Spotify's got this new thing called, like, a day list. Okay. So, basically, um, this isn't an ad, but I just think it's such a fun feature. Basically, it changes... Um, it has a very specific playlist depending on what you listen to at that specific time every mm-hmm. week. Ah. So, and also at that time of the year. Right. So, if it's like summer, it also is a bit more poppy. If right. it's like winter, it's a bit more like, you know, cozy Moody. and stuff. Yeah. okay. And it mm-hmm. just has a specific playlist. And I think it's the best thing ever because you can just it's say it's like Saturday night, they know that I usually listen to this sort of music on Saturday oh, night. Oh, they'll pick
1: it from your they'll kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I'm it like changes that.
0: every two hours. Okay. You know? So, also you can do it of like all your friends' playlists okay. as well. I feel like it takes all the pressure off yes. of, like, finding music because I find music. that can be a bit stressful because everyone has different music tastes and things like yeah. that. So I think I really love that feature. Yeah. So Daylist on Spotify is, okay. like, my fun hack.
1: Amazing. Okay. I'm quite interested in... Um, for someone who cooks all the time. And this has happened to be, have you ever had any disasters? Oh my God, so many. <laughs> Literally all
0: the time. I also, I think people have more disasters, they just don't post about it. Because yeah. I feel like I post about my disasters all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys are lying. Like, I know you guys aren't cooking perfectly all the time. Um, but very recently at my the pizza party, the first one I did, um, I was doing the recipe. This actually wasn't even my fault. It was my friend's fault who gave me the recipe wrong. Mm. But he said to put two tablespoons of salt in. And I should have known, well, obviously. I'm not making Sometimes tea tea there's boxes, occasion so. for that. You um, never know. This was not the occasion. Right. And the dough. Oh, do you know what? The oh, dough took me like three dough. days oh, to make. No. Oh, Like, that. That was really that's like. That final it was moment. also the first yeah. time I was using the pizza oven, so we were all so excited. We got really fancy ingredients for the toppings. Um, and the dough was just oh. so, so, so When did you discover it when the first pizza came when out? When the first pizza came it was still like edible. But, but, but like, we couldn't bet any cheese on That's
2: Oversalting is the only colouring thing you can't correct, mm. isn't it? Oh,
0: yeah. oh. So, I've heard you can add, like, potatoes.
2: Yeah. Okay. To, to a stew.
1: To a stew yeah. or, like, a dish if it's too salty. Okay. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah.
2: Did it work? Yeah, no. kind of. I mean, get I lo- really salty I, potatoes I love salty, I love salty
1: food, so I'm I'm probably not the person to ask. I think my salt thing is I. once in a while I have to go on a, a salt, sort of, you know, bring it back down yeah. again to normal levels. Because yeah. I think if you cook all the time, you gradually go yeah. up and up, don't yeah, you? Yeah,
2: your tolerance changes.
1: Yeah. Tell us about the most memorable or magical dinner party you've had or gathering. So
0: this was actually... I would say it was my boyfriend's New Year's party last year. Oh. He always has a humongous New Year's party. He lives in Berlin, and he invites like thirty people. And this is when I was just dying to get to know him. But I went. I flew there with my friends for this massive dinner party. Um, we spent about three days cooking about seventeen courses. Wow! Like it. It was the most absurd dinner party I've ever been a part of we spent three full days cooking like all individual different courses um it was just absurd there was like caviar there was bone marrow there was different types of bread there was it was just insane and then the final thing which was my idea um for the dessert we put like foil on the tables and we played like really loud classical music and we had like a dessert dance (laughs) <laughs> wow, so, okay. So you kind of have, it's kind of like an eaten mess that you kind of like dance around and you kind of like slap it on ah. the table. Do you know you've seen them do it on like social media? With <laughs> like, the, the Grant
2: and Cat style. Yeah, okay. exactly. Right. Like a linear. Um,
0: exactly. Right. Um, and it was just fantastic. Um. It was an insane amount of prep. Yeah,
2: because it's like modern, it's like Jackson Pollock, modern art, but food.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you're having a rage. And we had like persimmon and there was like different types of ice creams and creams and we made like... Wow, cool. Um, Cooly, and it was just insane. That's in- And what are you going to do for this New Year's Eve? Uh, well, if, um, this year, I'm actually not in the country. We're in Vietnam this year. Wow. So there isn't going to be a big New Year's dinner oh. this year, which we're both actually really gutted oh, that'll about. there will be a
2: Vietnamese feast. there
0: will be a Vietnamese feast of two. Amazing. <laughs> but um, yeah, there will not be one this year, but maybe when we come back um, in the new year, we'll do like a delayed okay. one.
1: Well, I think this is going to go out just before New Year, so we'll probably wrap it up on that. That's brilliant. So Seema, just before we go, I just want everyone to know where they can connect with you online. Do you want to just tell us your various... So it's always Seema Gets Baked
0: on Instagram, YouTube
1: and TikTok. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming to chat to us. It's been absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to The Olive Podcast. For recipes and more information, head to olivemagazine.com. Do remember to listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where our guests reveal their best cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts. And don't forget to subscribe at iTunes, Acast, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.